Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pissed Off Podcast. That's what we're calling it, the Pissed Off Podcast. I am, from this episode forward, will be known as Johnny Z. So call me Johnny Z. I am not Vaughn Joseph. That guy doesn't work on this podcast anymore. I am an unemployed washed up LA sales rep. I used to do retail and um, well, you have to be, you had to have made it in life, I guess, to be washed up. Don't you just, you can't be washed up if you've not, if you've not made it in life. But um, so that's who I am. So I'm, I, I used to, I'm a failed singer and um, I'm the kind of guy that if it's your day off, I'll steal your sale. So that's who I am. So you can, contact the show about me if you get upset about anything that I say it's definitely not Vaughn who's saying any of this stuff it's Johnny Z so joining me from Los Angeles sorry San Diego excuse me again please sorry it's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day so I'm a bit out of it today sunny San Diego Jonas Garvin Welcome to the show, sir. Thanks what is up from Southern California, man? Yeah, down here in San Diego. Um, and, I, I, you know, you asked me what I'm pissed off about, and I think it's because I don't live here. Like, I, you know, uh, it, dude, this is, this is truly America's finest city, you know, it's, and it's growing like crazy. But, um, yeah, I came down to help my uncle out on his pad a little bit. I'm actually live from uncle's garage here because everybody's in the house so uh out here kicking it and um just enjoying some of this perfect socal weather it was uh a little chilly this morning but then the sun came out so uh yeah man it's a it's a bitching place down here that's cool man i don't know how people could be pissed off living in san diego but um i actually have a clip from somebody i believe to be in san diego and um We'll start the show with, with this guy. With this guy. I got a kid in my fucking car. And you're driving like an asshole and you want to videotape me? Fuck you. Is that all? <laughs> no. This, this too. I have something else to say to you before I go. Wow. I have Awesome. No I've never experienced anything like that on the street, man. This I found this video. There's like a, a whole shitload of them, people just going off on cars. That guy, I worry about society when these people are out there, man. What could you have done? Well, dude, you know what? It's, it's a firsthand experience in Los Angeles. I've been – I've confronted um, – you know, I walk everywhere, right? You know? And uh, so, I mean, perfect example. Uh, two quick, quick backstories. Like – it was me, my chick, our niece, and our dog, and we're walking uh, westbound on Hollywood Boulevard, past like the Walk of Fame, you know, getting down there towards like Laurel Canyon and stuff. And this lady almost runs us, shouldn't even look. There shouldn't stop at the stop sign, doesn't even look, almost runs all of us over. I had to grab the girls and the dog and, and pull back, and I kicked a dent in her door, right? And, uh, I'm like, I completely came unglued. And I'm like, if you ask what's pissing me off, people like that. So I got in her shit. I said, you stupid fucking whore. You almost ran us over. And she's like, 
I had the right of way. I'm here first. I'm like, we're a freaking pedestrian. It's a stop sign. And so she, I'm like, I just, I got in her shit. She pulls out her phone and starts recording. And uh, I just, I completely lose it. I'm like, press record, bitch. And, and I'm getting in her face. And I'm like, tell the cops that you almost ran us over. You can go and play this fucking video for them if you'd like. Here's my name. And, uh, and the people are standing there watching. They're like, lady, you're in the wrong. You know, it's just, but people... People, it's it's really bad in L.A. I don't really see that in San Diego, but in L.A. it's bad. People with the sense of entitlement almost running people over. You got to make a a girl was just hit, um, Franklin and Fuller, uh, at the base of Runyon Canyon because the guy blew through the stop sign, hit her. She just got out of the hospital because I was reading on my next door app. Uh, new hip, you know, she's a young girl, and luckily that the dog wasn't hurt. But dude, it's just like people on their fucking phones and every nobody's paying attention while they drive. It's really awful. And I can see, I don't know the backstory on this one, but that guy, I mean, if, if the driver was being a douchebag and he, you got called out on it, dude, you know, I'm going to smash your fucking window. You know, it's, it's people learn how to be a little more courteous. And if you almost run me over, at least you can do is well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You know, but some people like, all the time, dude. These fucking idiots in the Range Rovers and shit. They just, you know, hey man, you almost hit me. I fuck you. It's like, dude, you just almost ran me over in your SUV, but I'm the asshole. Come on, you deserve to get dealt with. Sometimes you have to just let those people just go. Sometimes I understand hard. that. I know Anger it's hard. I had, <laughs> I had that encounter today with this woman. Um, I was coming home from work, and I'm driving back from the station. And you know how when you can just see somebody, like, once you're house parking my car, uh, I park on the street behind my house. And uh, you know how you can just see somebody sometimes and you can just feel that how they're looking at you? Like, she was just kept looking at me from her car. She was getting out of her car and unloading it. She's an older lady. She's probably about 79, 80, almost 80 years old, probably. Yeah. Take her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was on for sure. So she, she, I get out of the car and, and and I can already tell she wants some smoke, man. She she's getting spicy, like straight from the rip, about me being parked where I'm parked instead of parking further back. So the old ass, the old age pensioners can park and walk to their bungalows, which are right there, of which I take up no spots from. Mind you, it's also a public street, and there are no oh. parking spots. So Dude. people feel like they're entitled to their shit and you just have to sometimes try and let it go. But I was just like, look, lady, mind your business. And just, I had to walk. Yeah, away. no, people stupid. I saw, okay, on my street years ago, um, you know, we live in a heavily congested area. And so parking is at a premium. And sometimes, you know, like you, you see people driving down the street. Oh, there's a spot you know, so the, the passenger will jump out and kind of hang by the spot, save it, you know, while the person turns around. Saving okay, don't do this. spots. Ooh. Well, here's the thing. So I was just chilling on my balcony, drinking a beer, watching the, the shit show down there. And uh, this girl was standing in a parking spot, saving it for somebody. And this guy pulls up and, and he wanted the spot. And she's like, I'm saving it for my friend. And he's like, well, where is she? He's like, oh, she's on her way. He's like, well, She's not here. I'm taking the spot, right? And it wasn't like the girls, like, you know, the, the, the car that she was saving it for is nowhere in the picture. Like, nowhere near. No, it's not down the road. She's not like, oh, here he comes. So 
she's like, you're not taking the parking spot. He's like, I'm here. Your friend is not. I'm going to park here. So she won't move. And he's like honking, like going to run her over. I'm like, oh, this is getting good, dude. So then he's, he gets out of the car. Now they're going to fight. It was a gay guy and, and a woman, and they're going to go at it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So I grab a couple of beers. I run downstairs. I'm like, I'm going to get a front row to this. And uh, so I'm down there for like 10 minutes. Now, keep in mind, 10 minutes I'm watching this argument go down. The other car that's been saving the, the spot for still not here. Still like it must have been like in German uh, Oaks or something. <laughs> so they're arguing, they're going at it. And I finally just like, hey, are you guys gonna fucking fight? Otherwise, I'm going back upstairs, you know? And the girl's like, I'll I'll fight him, but he won't fight me. And like she wouldn't move. And finally they the police came and like, and now, okay, this is all still going on. The girl's still not here that she was saving the spot for. All of a sudden, the cops have her move. He parks the car, and then the, the girl shows up. Like, where's my parking space? It's so awesome. Nah. But people are just like, you know, come on. That's L.A., man. That was part of the why I was like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go. I'm good. I've seen enough of it. I've enjoyed it. I've had lots of fun and met some cool people i probably met way more cool people than i met shitty people while i was in la at least had close uh you know relationships with you, you pass idiots every day when you come in, con in contact with tens of millions of people on a daily basis potentially because you know la's fucking full of people so it's yeah and it's just a negative energy there man yeah and um, that's why they're tearing shit here. down i see they're tearing down your viper room Dude, they're tearing down. You know what else closed? It's, it's going to close Monday. Is the very last day. I'm not sure if you remember it. The Chinese place always walk on Sunset and La Brea. Been there since 1985. And again, the landlord decides. It's, it's truly amazing to me that they'll just jack the rent on these mom and pop shops. They'll have to be forced to close. And the place just sits empty. Well, that's the plan, bro. We already know that's the plan. So that's what's going to happen. It's been happening here. In, in yeah, and then they just put up unaffordable apartments, yeah. and uh, it's crazy. There's no money in in a, a you know a little place. We're not going to stack up and build up into the air on sunset. <laughs> That's where oh, they have been. Begins. So you know that they did that. They started doing that here. The clubs in London were going down because you know they were building all these places. But I mean, what are you going to do in LA? You've got like you said off cam. You, you go to San Diego and you're not stepping on people and people in tents and shit. So it's like, that's what LA is right now to a lot of people in the outside world, like myself. So is it that bad? Or I mean, that they build the shit up or what, what, what's the... Yeah, it just started me because usually, you know, like when you're putting up all those new apartments and hotels and condos, like the neighborhood kind of improves along with it. To me, it's just kind of funny. It's like, okay, uh, we're building the uh, luxury apartments here, but uh, there's like a tent city at the base of the apartment. Okay, these apartments are five grand for a two bedroom, but uh, there's people like shooting heroin and shitting out in front of it. It's like, that's just weird because Hollywood was on, on the uptick there, um, you know, years ago. Um, yeah, like 05. Right that. Yeah, that's right when I got there, right? And it's, it was popping again. It was like 80s. Yeah. Popping. Like, and then, but now the bars and restaurants are gone and um it's just you know these funny thing is too the places that are closing 
are not places that were just there for like five, 10 years. We're talking like Hollywood institutions are going away, you know? And I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of time before the whiskey a go-go is a fucking Chase Bank or a Starbucks. No, nah, the thing of it is that <laughs> that's possible, but I don't think it would be for like a bank or something small like that. But, but you know what I'm saying, dude? It's just like it's, it's a lot of losing its grit and its character. And, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, well, that's the strip the is that's a why- shell. But that's why that's why you're going to see what you're seeing is because they need something to change. You guys have a mayoral race right now, don't you? Some some really wealthy guy I was watching on another podcast. We're taking privilege showing his commercial for something. He's like a, a d- developer or something. Yeah, he did the he built the Grove. He did the Americana. Um, What's his some, name? Some stuff. So. You know, he's and he served on some different boards here. I haven't looked too much into the mayoral race. I watched a little bit of the debate, um, but yeah, he's he's a he's a, he's a land developer. Um, he's got and, a plan. He's got a plan for the homeless people. So if you get him in there, apparently he's got something uh, for you. And that's probably why a lot of this stuff you're seeing go down is going to go down, and then you'll get well. It's up. they've all got plans until they get in there, and then the plan seems like let me just line my own pockets, but. As, as back to Hollywood, we go that you know they're they're putting that down the Hollywood Boulevard. They're turning that to like a pedestrian friendly uh, mall. They're gonna put like um, grass and like it's gonna be yeah, dude. There's this whole project that they're gonna do. It's gonna be traffic down to one lane, and uh, they're putting like a park in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. From what I understand, you have to look into it. It's, it looks like it's gonna be cool. And they just got done renovating the Highland Center and everything. So I don't know. We'll see, dude. But I've I've always loved. I've been coming to San Diego since since the '90s, man. And like I love it here. Cool. So back to like pissed off shit, not happiness, because that's not what this podcast is about. So, so no more talk about San Diego because it doesn't fit the theme of being pissed off. Yeah. So um, what are your thoughts on the metaverse then? Because we kind of touched on this before, and you know how I feel about it. Bring on the metaverse. And um, I saw that Coca-Cola has launched a uh, gaming-inspired drink inside the metaverse. Have you seen this? Please tell me you have. I have not. Dude, I don't know really much about it. That's your thing. So you're going to have to bring me up to speed. It's like a total world of make-believe, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So um, it's going to be if it's like from mr rogers neighborhood that'd be cool would you be able to buy stuff now apparently like i was uh watching a video where they were showing walmart and you can walk through walmart virtually and put stuff into your cart and then check out and then once you check out the stuff gets sent to your house i was like that's pretty cool i mean it's just like online shopping but you're actually walking through a 3d store you know what's funny is when we were kids and we watched the Jetsons and we're like, oh man, I can't wait till all that. And then like, it's here and you're like, this sucks. I hate it. I think it's because of the way that it's been presented. So it's because it's because, and we're actually really lucky because we're set right at the time in history where we're seeing the complete transition of how culture moves, how society like interacts with stuff technologically. So somebody i was listening i think it was joe rogan podcast he was talking about how like his grandparents were raised by like savages basically you know because not that long ago you know some of the stuff that was acceptable in society is wild it's too like our like my little nieces and nephews they're not gonna know anything but the damn phone 
everything is done through your phone, your banking, your, your ordering food. Like they don't understand, you know, like, no, they have no, it's just, they have no rest. Like, I mean, people give me shit cause I still go to the bank. You know, I was just there this morning. Yeah, that's when <laughs> like, it goes to the bank anymore. You need to knock that shit off. So, um, yeah. So, I can't hear you. What's that? I said, where else would you get your lollipops then? <laughs> from that weirdo guy in the van outside the bank is where I always get mine. Right? <laughs> so, um, but they have no reference point. But they'll we're we're seeing a transition of you know, of how we do things. Like, you know, we, it was a privilege to have a, a mobile phone not that long ago. You know, it wasn't something. Oh yeah. We're baller, dude. Right. So now every, every little five-year-old and older has, has a phone. So once that generation comes up, that's, it'll be like Jetson E for them because they won't know what it's like to not have had all that stuff. They'll all be growing up in it. So Coke is making their way into metaverse and they've come out with this really cool commercial <laughs> I guess if you can call it that um, about their product. Let's see what he got here. There's no audio. Oh, there's no Imaginary Coca Cola. Yeah, so it's like a digital Coca Cola that you can buy. So it says in the article here, I'll kill that share screen share. Um, Coca-Cola launches its newest creation that looks to attract younger consumers. That's the key word right there. Younger consumers. It's made, uh, it's in the metaverse and, um, basically it's called, it's called bite. The Coca-Cola zero sugar bite will bring the flavor of pixels to life. There's little information on how the product will be released, but it will first be available on Fortnite. And for people like Jonas who aren't gamers, Fortnite is a online multi-platform, very immersive video game where you just play. They got Pac-Man. And you shoot each other. What's that? They got Pac-Man. No, there's no Pac-Man. So, and it's cool because, and I think this is actually going to be something that you might be utilizing at some point. But we were having this discussion uh, off on a different pod about there no longer being comedy clubs. Um, but there's live concerts in this in this gaming platform. Like there's this, I saw, I can't remember her name, the one where there was the shooting in Manchester. Damn. The girl, the girl, I can't remember her name. Anyway, there's another one like Travis Scott. He's a rap artist. So you're like walking through this world with this artist and he's performing his music. And then you're in these you know, video game, you're in the video game map. And then he's like walking over you and shit. He's like 800 feet tall and it's really interactive. And then you're flying through space and shit. It's really cool. So concerts are going that way. They're definitely going that way because they can perform like that. People will want to see that. That won't be the only outlet for a concert, but it will definitely be predominant because they have like DJs come on there. Uh, you, can you can produce a short video or like a movie and they've got all these little places you can go and watch they'll have like a big screen and you can just sit there and watch shit people have made yeah well, like djs are freaking rock stars now man like i i used to dj you know that like back as you know nightclubs and strip clubs and stuff like that and back when i was doing it it was just like you you know getting paid to party you having some fun get some girls do some drugs and drink and but now all of a sudden i'm seeing like like people be like, I'm going to to see this DJ. Like they're actually like going to see a 
a dude play records and like to me it's just like it's crazy i mean <laughs> i missed the boat man i should have been like selling out arenas as a dj and i'm like all i was trying to do was like get laid so DJ uh, always the original reason why people came and then they put mcs to that shit later and that's when it's it took yeah over. no i just i mean it uh you know working in strip clubs and and and, and nightclubs and sports bars and it was just like a it was kind of like you know you didn't look i didn't think of it as a career move you know maybe go to like radio or something like that but like all of a sudden i'm like see these guys are like getting like 10 million dollars in vegas to stand up on the stage and spin records and i'm like damn i missed the missed the window on that shit you know yeah so the metaverse is pretty cool um well i don't know if it's cool it's not available yet but the these Fortnite platforms are pretty cool so you can do a lot of cool stuff like that and i think you'll see a lot of uh, so what are you gonna like, like pretend fucking in the metaverse well, I'm not suggesting we're doing everything in the metaverse, but um, oh, oh, some things you want to keep. <laughs> like, I, well, I gotcha. there'll probably be something like that down the line, anyway. I mean, there has to be. That's just the natural progression of technology like that. You'll have like a haptic feedback bodysuit that you can buy or something. So it was. What was that movie, man? Movie what? Uh, Andrew Bullock and Sly, and they put on those sex suits or something. Was that that movie? I've never seen it. I missed that one, unfortunately. Um, so who do we have? I've got two people that the public, the public at large, they're pissed off at right now. And I want to know who you think is the worst of the two, if either of the two. Have you heard about this Cam Newton situation where he said women should cater to a man's needs and know when to be quiet? Um, I, I've said something similar in my act, but it's, it's more lines of just knowing to shut the fuck up. But, um, you know, so, um, here's the thing I've learned, dude, you can't say anything without somebody getting fucking outraged about it. So you might, you're better off just saying what the fuck you want, but I, dude, okay. Put it this way. If a woman came out and said, you know, sometimes, you know, your husband just needs to learn to shut the fuck up. Yeah, we do. Sometimes you just need to know when to shut the fuck up. You know, and that works. That goes for anybody. Like, I, you know, just somebody, friends, so, whatever. Sometimes shut the fuck up. Okay, so let me ask you the other one, so that you can give me an answer. <laughs> so, you, did you did you hear about the Cam Newton situation then? No, I didn't hear about it. No. All right, well, that's what I was asking you. <laughs> so, Cam <laughs> Newton, Cam Newton's on his podcast called uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game," and um, he was on their podcast last week. And he was talking about being raised in a house with his mom and dad and his grandmother. So he says his experiences at home helped him understand the difference between a woman and a bad bitch, explaining that he believes the latter is not something women should strive for. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss, bitch, I'm this, I'm that. He's like, no, you can't cook. Then he says, um, what did he say? That sucker shit should not be rewarded. Um, what else did he say? You know, oh yeah, he says, a woman for me is handling your own. He says, you don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. A man needs to lead, Jonas. So he insisted on the show that he was not trying to beat up 
my queen's quotes with his statements, but he called for men to start being men, quote. Well, okay, let me play devil's advocate here. You know, like, uh, it's funny how, you know, women want this, women want that until they need a fucking man. Like, I don't see you mounting that TV on the wall yourself. So, you know, it's, oh, now you want me to be your man. Like, okay, when you're convenient. But speaking of Cam, dude, I'm down in San Diego. It's funny because I actually bumped into him at the grocery store here. That is one big motherfucker, dude. Yeah, he's like so, six, six five. I don't know why. Like, like I'm not gonna. Lie. If he tell me to shut the fuck up, I'm gonna shut the fuck up and go cook him a sandwich, dude. That's a big dude. So but, the uh, other the other person that uh, society is pissed off at is Sam Elliott. So I don't know if you're familiar with what Sam Elliott did, but he made some criticizing. Uh, he was criticizing a, a movie called uh, The Power of the Dog. And he uh, has since a publicly made a public apology for his criticisms of the critically acclaimed Western film after facing fierce backlash for remarks that he made perceived as homophobic. So, okay. Uh, well, the movie sucks. I'll fucking tell you, my chick made me watch it. It sucks. And I told her I couldn't even make it through it. And she's like, oh, it's an art. I, what? Why Why is that? That if something sucks, now it's art. Like, okay, no, fuck that. It's a shitty movie. You know, I didn't like it. I'm entitled not to like the fucking movie. So then, like, it was a couple days later, I heard Sam say what he said. And I'm like, I absolutely agree. And everybody's like, oh, my God, can you believe he said that? Motherfucker, he's been in, like, 800 million awesome movies. He's entitled to his fucking opinion. But here we go. Better say you're sorry. Or nobody's going to come to your movie. Like, it's just give me a fucking break. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> it's, it's, but don't, don't, okay. do, do you think maybe that people are probably responding to the fact that, because traditionally, uh, Hollywood people don't really shit on Hollywood stuff, do they? I don't, not that I've... That, that's what it is, dude, because, like, you know, you can... Yeah, you're right, and that's, you know, because it's that, that little click of... of uh, kind of like the Oscars, dude. Like, they get around and they sit around and jack each other off. See, they're not, they don't get enough ass-kissed by the public and on set, so they got to get together a couple nights a year, have these awards shows so they can suck each other off. It's... it's oh. That's... <laughs> that's what it is so that's probably why they're pissed off and i'm like oh dare you speak out against a movie like who cares he's allowed to say what he thinks about movies give me a fucking break everybody is you well, know i, think I mean what it was that they didn't like was that he made reference to them uh not having shirts on and it was being borderline home uh what did he say like homosexual what did he say um i don't have the quote up in front of me but, uh, I thought, yeah, I thought good on it and shit, but I just didn't like the movie, dude. I don't, I mean, you can say what you want to say. Who gives, I mean, like. Oh, he said, uh, you know, that's what he says. What's with all these cowboys in that movie? Look, oh, he said, you want to talk about that piece of shit? That's what all the <laughs> cowboys in that movie look like. They're all running around in chaps and no shirts. There's all these allusions to homosexuality throughout the fucking movie. So, of course, his comments through all kinds of scrutiny subsequent to this um and benedict well you know fucking uh, sam elliott says something about a movie and hollywood loses their fucking shit and they want to fucking crucify him well guy slaps another guy and fucking he gets a standing ovation so i don't know dude whatever fucking that's, it's uh that's uh that's something it's just people love the outrage that's ridiculous the will smith thing 
since we're here, we might as well visit it. So who's worse, Cam or Sam? Sam or Cam? Who's worse? Cam for saying, hey, uh, a woman needs to, uh, you know, she needs to be able to uh, handle the shit. Or Sam Elliott saying, you know, this film is some fucking homosexual bullshit. I don't think either of them are bad, dude. So I, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not saying who's worse, who's right, who's wrong. But hey, they said what they said. I'm not like, oh my god. So I don't know. I mean, like if if uh, if you want to make a that one, go ahead. Who cares? I don't care. Um, so Will Smith, man, I was trying to avoid this, but here it is. Will Smith. Your thoughts on that? Chris Rock is selling out arenas like crazy. He'll be here next month, right? Um. I've always been a huge fan of Chris Rock. I've always been a huge fan of Will Smith. Um, so, you know, I, I, I really, I couldn't believe it, dude. Because I'm like, really, dude? Over a, over a dumb joke? Like, um, joke too. it was a weak joke. You know, right? But it's like, okay, I want to just shake it off. And um, yeah, and I just, the whole thing was kind of, you know, there's, uh, it, to me, as a stand-up comedian, dude, it's like I've had this situation where people come on the stage. It's never good. And, you know, but now my biggest takeaway from this whole situation is I hope these fucking drunken idiots at the laugh factory or wherever I might be. I didn't like that joke. I'm gonna go up there and slap the shit up this motherfucker, you know? So like, um, that to me was like, but, but people, comedians, we've been dealing with this bullshit for ever. You know, people, it's just, it's, but now it's to the, the mainstream and um, I just hope it doesn't like, hey, it's okay to go up there and smack a bitch up because he's told a shitty joke. You know, I'm like, hey man, if I've been slapped for every crap joke I've told, fuck, I'd probably still be in the hospital. There's like no other place that I can think of where something like that would have happened in like somebody, like a fight or an arrest or anything like that would have would have that where that would have happened That's yeah so no it's it's, it's, it's like uh, <laughs> and they didn't he wouldn't leave apparently they said i've i've heard this is the first time i've even talked about this because i've been like ignoring it but i heard he wouldn't leave and then, and then they give him a freaking award after that and then he's yeah it was wild well what's fun is i'm sure like you know you put on these award shows i'm sure they are prepared for everything except that so like, you know, they were all probably like, even security was probably like, what the fuck do we do now? You know what I'm saying? Like if, uh, uh, if, a say a seat filler rushed up on the state, they got a procedure for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like a secret service type detail thing. Um, you know, shit like that, like at, at the ball games and, and, and stuff like that. But I mean, this was like one celeb walking up to another celeb. So nobody saw that coming at all, you know? So they were probably just like, what the fuck do we do? And then like, yeah, it was just, it was weird. Well, it was assault, and nothing yeah. happened, and it was on live TV. Well, you know, twenty yeah. delay TV. So that's it, not privilege you're talking. It doesn't make any sense to me. I heard, I heard somebody compare it to uh, because you know Will Will and Jada are are somewhat American royalty. I mean, Will Smith is like one of the biggest stars, you know. Period. And uh, yeah. He compared Will Smith to and Chris Rock to the king and the court gesture. And he's like, what happens if you don't make the king laugh? Does some shit like that happens? 
because he can get away with it, or he did. What he got kicked out of the academy for or ten years or something like that. I heard. Yeah. Um. I'll, you know, make sure he sends us some thoughts and prayers. I'm sure he's really suffering. Um. But uh, yeah, no, that that's the thing too. Like if I if I walk in the, to Burger King and slap somebody, I'm generally going to jail. You know. But uh, they asked if Chris Rock wanted to press charges and feel important. They just said no. But I'm like, if that's you know, that is a crime. That was assault. So, you know, if you or I do it, we're going in. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's just, it was kind of like, wow, you know. So let that be a lesson to you kids there. If you make enough money, you can do a lot of cool shit, you know. <laughs> so so work hard, youngsters. You can get away with quite a bit when you've got quite a bit in your bank account. So, yeah. Going to keep in mind. I found this online today from Will Smith. All this stuff is surfacing. So I hate to be, I, I hate to even talk or talk about this stuff, but we're here. So um, whatever. Let's just, uh, let me show you this real quick. It's this video that's popping up about Will. You know, Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Astaire, me. Astaire, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, no, she, yeah, because she don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Don't Please start. watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? That shit is crazy to me. <laughs> Only from a standpoint of, I get where he's coming from, where he's just like, I'm at home. You know, I get it. So dude, that, that's, spin it as that's like, right there, dude. Say again. Um, that dysfunction junction, dude. That's, that's you know they're 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 fucked up, man. Like, um, but yeah, you know it. It kind of reminds you know you want to hear a funny. Uh, if I could change this, I know we're not trying to talk about the slap and stuff. You want to hear a funny, quick Will Smith story? Um, from the '90s, I was working as a DJ in aspen colorado which i will be at uh in a few days dude anyway um and we had a uh a, a martini night thing and this is back you know in the, in the like 96 97 and i went to sam goody remember the sam goody and uh to get some cds there on cooper street downtown aspen and i'm like hey uh where's the tom jones and all that stuff and uh Dude next to me, I didn't realize who it was, looks up and he's like, Tom Jones, oh, that's funny. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's the Fresh Prince, dude, that's rad, right? I'm like, dude, what's up, love your show. He's like, cool, thanks. So he buys his a couple CDs, and, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to Aspen, dude, but there's not a lot of brothers up there, like, you know. So anyway, he goes to leave, and the alarm goes off. Um, they had just forgot to scan his one CD or something like that, but he had this look on his face like, even up here, motherfuckers, even yeah. up here, you know, like, like uh, you think I'm stealing something. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. That's, I mean, that's my Will Smith story. But surprised he didn't slap the shit out the clerk. No. But um, yeah, him and, him and Jada, I guess, are there. I'm like, 
you think she'd be like, you know, because she's smaller than Chris Rock. What's preventing fucking knocking her on her ass? I don't know, man. It's it's a silly situation. Apparently, he says he's not talking about it on his during during his show during stand up. Yeah, it's well, you know, um, he said he said he will one day when uh, you know he makes it funny and stuff like that. Because, uh, but I mean, he was planning to tour before this all happened, so I'm sure he's already got his regular hour he's doing. And uh, uh, you know, you don't generally when you you put something like that together, you don't want to change it up too much on the fly. No, of course not. I mean, it's, it's, it's not something that you can make a joke about because then you're going to have to keep changing it because things develop as time goes, you know, because it's like right. people were pissed off at, and people were supporting Will Smith, I heard. I'm like, how can you be in support of what just happened? So, you know, no, I, I, back and forth, so if you can't make a joke one way or the other, so you're um, sure what's really going on in the public eye, I guess. Yeah, it was it was crazy. People are like, "He's a real man. He stood up for his woman and stuff like like, uh, you know." I I mean, it's not like he put hands on her. You know what I'm saying? So he, uh, he told a weak ass joke and tempers flew for no reason yep. whatsoever. That's what happened. Yeah. So I guess now I got to start packing a 45 to fucking do stand up comedy and shit. But then again, I'm not hosting the Oscars, so yeah, we're not we're not to that level. Stop hosting. Stop worrying about um, carrying a weapon to work until you're host, hosting the Oscars. Then you can yeah, carry I, the gun. Because I'd be quick on the draw, man. They'd be like, you just look at me wrong. Then you can get your gun. So I got one more video. I had to, but I inadvertently closed the freaking browser window, so I can't get it back. So we're just going to have to deal with this one that I like to call Savage Karma, somebody that's really pissed off. This guy, let me set it up for you just so you know if, if you're just listening, you can't see it. He's a white guy in his probably late 40s and um, shorts. Looks like they're probably, it sounds like they're in California. Again, over here where Jonas is. And he's in like some sort of fast food restaurant. And he's having a confrontation with one of the, uh, one of the employees that works there well that's we don't have the the beginning as the why but it sounds like he says something about there being discrimination and then it gets a bit fucking wild that's when you discriminate we're gonna fuck your restaurant up Oh, I see it. Just, you go fuck it. You want to? No, I don't want to do it. Wait. So the guy was leaving. He was leaving, and then some guy came up behind. So for people that aren't watching this, and he starts to say something to the guy. So the guy's like, "You want some of this, motherfucker?" And comes back into the restaurant. <laughs> and this guy's got gloves on for some reason. It looks like he's got like black gloves on. I don't know why. Um, no one's wearing a mask. So this is pro Oh no, this guy right here, they actually, they do have masks on. So this is during COVID. Um, he leaves and then this guy says something, he comes back. So he's probably got the gloves on cause he just doesn't want to touch anything, but he's not wearing a mask. And it looks like everyone else in the shot has a mask on. Okay, so maybe that's her saying this is a mandate sucker. That's what she said. I couldn't figure it out. So she, he comes in without the mask on. That's why these people are. Uh, 
That's why they're sitting at their table with food and masks on. I don't know how they're fucking eating with masks on. So maybe that's what she said. This is a mandate. And that's why he said it's discrimination. Okay. Now we've got some context to the story. Goddammit. Okay. Here we go. Well, here's the thing, dude. Uh, I said it when this whole fucking thing started. Um, you don't have to go in the place. You know what I'm saying? Every place, that, you know, the sign. Got to wear a mask. Okay, put your mask on and go in there and get your sandwich and then you leave. So you can choose not to go in there. But these poor people, the grocery stores, the rate, you know, they were putting up with so much shit. And, you know, my philosophy is like, um, you know, because there's still some places you got to wear. Like, I'm going to be on a plane on Friday. And you still got to wear them on there. But, um, you know, it's, it's, but I'm choosing to fly. I know what the fuck we're doing here and it's the same thing as you know the grocery stores and stuff those people were wearing their fucking masks 8 10 12 hours a day and you know i can i can throw the fucking thing on for 20 minutes while i go to get my eggs and my right. bottle of scott right so let me let me uh, get finish the video we haven't finished the video yet hold on that's when you discriminate we're gonna fuck your restaurant up so, this guy comes back in, gets in this guy's face, and then and pushes. Gets, gets a big heated. He pushes this big. The guy's bigger than him, but you can tell he's not. You know, he's not, he's intimidated by the heated. So the guy that's heated pushes him and then he gets, uh, there's some guy comes up from behind that's had enough. He wants to get back to eating his beef and bean burrito. And this guy won't shut the <laughs> fuck up and leave. So he takes matters into his own hands and fucking debos this motherfucker right in the middle of the lobby. Of the <laughs> I like how he got up. He's like, that's assault. <laughs> that's assault. I mean, just did, you know, like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, man. That's fucking hilarious, man. Well, the guy there looking for, for, for trouble, you know, and I mean, right off the bat, I mean, I'm not going to dwell on the mask thing too much, but, you know, there's a sign there that says, put your mask on before you come in here. You don't want to do that. You want to go in there and stir up shit because you think somebody's taking your freedom. Fucking, uh, and then you get knocked out on a bitch because that's a, after you put your hands on somebody else. It's like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. That I mean, was, it's, yeah. That's shocking. That's shocking. So, you know, you got, so he's okay pushing the fucking, uh, the 150-year-old senior citizen, but then when he got his fucking clock knocked, fucking, oh, God, assault. Fucking like, okay. <laughs> Oh, but people are losing, man. Yeah, the people have lost their shit. They've, they've, oh, yeah. gone, they've gone beyond losing it. People have lost their shit. And I wonder what it's going to be like in, say, like five years from now. This is 2022. I wonder what it's going to be like in 2030, in like eight years from now. How wild well, we will have progressed. Like the I, kids, all like I, young kids that grow up around this are going to be adults ish i'm just thinking that like all my family and friends that have passed on like are dead that they're probably like sitting somewhere like glad we're not there for this shit you know i know right 
Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think because we've got we've got so much tech that's coming, and people are people society's obviously having a major meltdown right now. I mean, everywhere I look, I find videos like this. People pissed off. People are pissed. Yeah. They're smashed the windows. Go ahead. Go. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's in LA. That's like, it's just all everywhere. Like you can see that, like I said, there's just a tension in the air and it's just, people are just can't wait to snap, dude. And what it's kind of, it though. what do you think this um, is? What can we LA's do? LA's always been that, but, um, you know, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's just kind of refreshing to, 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 you know, leave Los Angeles and then people are smiling at you and, and, you know, Hey, how you doing? Welcome. You know, like it's just, it's, uh, even, even when I hike, I go up Runyon every day to get a little workout in. And even if you, you know, you smile, Oh, good morning. Good morning. People just fucking, you know, they blinders on, they don't want to uh, acknowledge you. And, but you come, that's every city is like that. Every big city. No. Is like that. You're walking, I'm walking like the dog. That. Get the fuck out of here. London's like that. You can't talk to people in the streets of London or Manhattan, fucking Chicago. No, you don't. Get the fuck out of here. No way you would. People. When I'm in Chicago, walking down Lake, uh, the little lake path there, and people are coming jogging. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. But you know, but uh, yeah, no. And it's just to me, it's it's one of the rudest city. I travel all the time, so I think LA's right. You know, why haven't you guys? Anything, why haven't you guys relocated? Well, I get it when people are in York and Chicago because it's cold there, and other places. But that's no excuse because Minneapolis, everybody's super friendly. But like, what cracks me up in LA too is people, uh, like, like getting all pissed off and road raging uh, because there's traffic. But I'm like, you're sitting in a Bentley, dude. Like you're like I would be like, hey, there's traffic. I get to sit in my Bentley longer. You know, this is nice, but they're all They can't make money up in the car. They're trying to get to where they can make the money, so they have to get to where the money is. Yeah. So they got to get to get the hell off the 405. Why haven't you guys relocated to San Diego? Why are you sitting in L.A. still? Um, You know what? It's – I think we're getting closer and closer because every we come down here a lot more now, and, um, you know, it looks like the, the housing market's going to fucking – blow apart here in a minute so hopefully we can get in on something oh indeed it is going to be impossibly crazy there i'm actually thinking about buying in california but buying something just to have it yeah it's like you know i'm you know and i can tell you right now um down here visiting and i did yard work yesterday for the first time to help out at my uncle's house. And I'm like, now I don't ever want to buy a house. I'm like, this sucks, dude. So a condo would be, would be perfect. Um, you know, with, with no maintenance and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the housing market down here is crazy. And I, I know you haven't been here a long time, but San Diego is, is definitely growing. It's, uh, and they're doing a lot of the same thing here too. The luxury apartments and, and just, I mean, Everywhere, just building, 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 building. Why, why yeah, do you think no one lives on the streets in San Diego? Why do they all go to L.A.? San Diego seems uh, like a reasonable place to be on the street. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, they do have quite a bit of homeless down here, but it's, it's like it used to be in L.A. They keep to their little area, mm. you know, see that. But, like, now it's just everywhere. I, I'm not really quite sure. Um you know, I, I don't know if word gets around to the, the homeless community that, hey, let's get to L.A. And, uh, you know, the weather's warm and they don't throw you in jail. And, 
you could set up your tent on the sidewalk and all that shit. So I don't know. Word travels fast. I was um, somewhere they, or I heard somewhere. Some, uh, some girl, uh, I can't remember the whole story, but she moved to LA to experience homelessness in LA, like to just move here to be a bum. And I'm like, mother, this is the, the vibe now that, you know, it's, it, yeah. And the vans, and the I mean, tents. Though, that's, that's, that's what I mean though, about culture shift in like in 2030, because if people are willing to do that kind of stuff now, it's like, what, what, where do you think we'll be, you know, five, seven, eight years down the line when that's just, you know, it's going to progress. It has to. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope, uh, I hope by then, uh, I'm living on my own Island. Um, everybody uh, wants to go to an Island right now. <laughs> like the third right? person that said Island to me in the last like two weeks, I'm getting an Island and I'm getting the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> like, where do yeah. we think? All the <laughs> oh my God, dude. That's wild. That's wild. So, um, you got any uh, church announcements before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Um, I'm uh, tomorrow night at the Improv in Hollywood. I'll be back in Los Angeles. Looking forward to it. Uh, picking up on my sarcasm. Tonight, 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 uh, right? Because this is oh, yeah. Tuesday night here. This won't hit the airs until tomorrow. Okay, then don't worry about that. I will be, um, and then a week from Saturday, I'll be back at the Ren Theater in Hollywood. Then I'm... Uh, just go to jonasgarvin.com because I got the blogs going up. I got shows coming up in Beverly Hills, all around Southern California. Now, and then I'm doing a tonight. Tonight, you said Wednesday, right? That's tonight, right? Or tomorrow night. So this will be up. Yeah, where is that show? At the Improv. Okay. Right. Um, so and I'm about to run out of battery here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, just hit me up, jonasgarvin.com, and all my social media is at jonasgarvin. And then you can just reach out. I'll tell you where the shows are, discount tickets, stuff like that. Check that shit out. It's National Only Child Day, so go out there and celebrate, or National Liquor Day, National Colorado Day, and it's National Big Wing Day. So if you've got a fart, let that shit out. So, uh, oh, Jonas, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Leaving for Colorado Friday. Right on. Have a great time. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time on us. Yeah. See Later. These ones, or these ones? It's all an episode of Intervention. <laughs> and I know I'm fine. Illinois, Mr. Robert Bobby McNeely, he is going to join us tonight. Hi everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Elaine Zhang, and today I am here with Eli Seal, documentary filmmaker. I need more. Welcome to The Only Way is Linda. Today I have a really special guest here. 